Aim a Little Higher podcast, episode 14. Yes, 14 like Thierry Henry, like Theo Walcott's number. Yes, I'm an Arsenal fan. And today, my best friend is on the show, which is absolutely amazing. I wanted to get him on the show to give you a slightly different view of your options after your GCSEs or after your A-levels, because I know we're fed so much information about going to university as an option. And one that I don't think we speak about enough is apprenticeship. So I've asked my best friend Joe to come onto the show. Um, just a little pre-warning, because this is actually a live in-person interview, whereas usually we do interviews through the internet, it did take place in the kitchen, so there are a few sound effects of the background of, you know, the stuff that goes on in the kitchen. But it's absolutely fine, you can hear. So enjoy the show, um, and yeah, enjoy me having the opportunity to interview my best friend. Let's get started. You're locked into a little higher podcast where we interview inspirational individuals every Monday and Wednesday and answer your questions every Saturday to help turn your potential into result results. I know you're going to dig this. Introducing your host. He was an Olympic torchbearer. Pete Jones's national entrepreneur of the year and motivational speaker. Kamal Hyman. What's up, guys? It's your boy Kamal Hyman here with another episode of the Aim a Little Higher podcast. And it's my absolute pleasure to introduce today's guest. At 21 years old, he's one of the youngest guests we've had on the show so far. And after finishing sixth form, he decided the traditional university route wasn't for him. And went down an option which I personally believe is not spoken about nearly enough in schools, but is really one of the best options I think we have for, for young people today. So it's my absolute pleasure to have him on the show, my best friend and Aaron Ramsey lookalike, uh, Joe Platten. Joe, welcome to the show. <laughs> Loving that. How are you doing? Uh, I'm awesome. This is actually the first in-person interview we've ever done. Wow. Yeah. It's normally, it's normally through, through Skype or through you know, the internet. Maybe, maybe this is the way forward. You know? I, think I like it. Like kitchen nice. table interviews, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's nice. I can see your eyes. You can see mine. Exactly. <laughs> Nice. You can see the feeling behind what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's awesome to have you on the show. And the reason like, I've kind of asked you to come on the show is because of the apprenticeship, man. Mm. Like, I think, I don't know what you, if you agree, but it's not really spoken about as an option enough. Like, in secondary school, do you remember it being spoken about? Honestly, not at all. Not at all. Um, it was all always just forgotten about, really. It was AS levels, A levels, go to uni, mm-hmm. try and get a job after. But not not once I don't think that I yeah. heard about the the uh, apprenticeships until after work, after school even. A hundred percent. And for me, it just seems like well, it seems like you're having a lot of fun for a start. Yeah. And you kind yeah, of know true. what's going on. You know where you're at. You know where you're going. Yeah. You're getting trained and getting paid at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it made sense to. Uh, it was either I thought should I go uni, get into debt, maybe come up with a job afterwards. Or should I get an apprenticeship with a company, so British Gas, earn money whilst doing it, earn a career, mm. learn a trade, and definitely have a job afterwards? It, I mean, it's a no-brainer, really. If you and if the beautiful thing about what you've got, you've got a trade, so you can literally yeah, set up can, your own business I can if you do want. Anything, can, like, yeah, I you've can got it forever. Start my own business, go find any other job. Can move to New Zealand. Literally, any <laughs> I want, they'll, they'll open me up. Yeah, it's, it's so true, it's so true. So, I guess we'll go right back to the beginning, because what we like to do is let our listeners find out a bit about you as a person, rather than <laughs> just like, 
sit here saluting you for how well you're doing now. So we'll go back. <laughs> um, and, you know, the aim a lot higher movement, it's all about setting solid foundations. Uh, you know, we say don't chase your dreams, build them. So we want to find out your foundations. So we'll go right back. What were you like as a young child? <laughs> so go way um, back. Before okay, I even knew back. you, really. Like, yeah. Um, I was a nuisance. In a nuisance. <laughs> yeah, I was just always getting into trouble. To be honest, I always thought school. I just didn't agree with school. I didn't like how it was. Mm. The, uh, yeah, the politics of school. So... I was, I don't know, I got bored, wanted to see something more hands-on. Okay, so you didn't like sitting down and being spoken? Yeah, and getting lectured about what I need to learn, what I need to do. When really I knew there was always another way around it. Were you, so were you always wanted to do something practical? Like, Yeah, whether, not necessarily what I'm doing now, but I've always, I've always wanted to be hands-on, whether it's doing something like rock climbing or archery or something football-based or mm. just anything hands-on that would... I'm not just sitting in a mundane job. You're not a nine-to-five office guy? I'm not. Not, <laughs> not, not for you. Um, we've kind of discussed already the education route, but just to clarify for everyone, you did secondary school. Yeah, I did secondary school, GCSEs. Did uh, first, first year of A-levels. Decided then it weren't for me. So you stopped after AS as well? Yeah, I hey, stopped. Hey, join yeah. the club, join the club. <laughs> Shortly after you, yeah. Uh, what made you make that decision? You. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all the blame for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, to be fair, I did. I saw you. I saw a few others. They all, um, they all shown shown me, um, or showed me. Sorry, the uh, different routes I could take. Mm. So if all my other mates were just going to AS levels, A levels to go uni, and then I thought that was the only way. And then I saw you, for example, and some others just go different routes. Routes, mm. and I thought I prefer their route, earn money, mm. get hands on, learn for myself. And I guess oh, wow. the beautiful thing is uni's always there. Yeah, like, that's true, yeah. If all fails, I would have just <laughs> <laughs> eaten my words and gone to uni. But That's a really weird phrase. If all fails, I'll go to university. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jamie was like that. Um, yeah. So let's go right back. What was your first job? Oh, wow. Um, I think my first job, my first proper job was at um, Outside of Defence. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did a bit of that for a while, about six months. That was quite cool. Went around the UK. Mm. It was like I said, it was hands-on, taught archery, rock climbing, all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, that was really good for me because um, unlike school, it I don't know, it built me. It built me as a person. Mm. I think it was really important. It built gave me confidence because I had to stand in front of a whole class of kids. Yeah. In say London or anywhere like that, and um, yeah, you you can't just avoid doing a job or try you can't just float through when you actually have to stand in front of everyone yeah actually do a class or a lesson or whatever it was yeah and actually get everyone involved and keep them entertained and yeah fair play so you've gone kind of from the the sitting down in school to actually standing up in in front of kids <laughs> yeah and yeah it's it was crazy. It was quite surreal at times when I was teaching like 15 year olds when I was only 16, 17 mm. um <laughs> But yeah, it was still at the same time quite rewarding. So I was like, "Well, look, this isn't like this is a different path to what you've you've always been taught and shown." Even though it's just, you know, my first job, it's still opening people's eyes to like, look, yeah. you don't have to go uni, you can get into this, and I can help you to get into teaching and literally see the UK in yeah, the process. Yeah, yeah, it was great for that that point as well. Fair play. And do you think? Well, we'll go into like any significant or 
surprising achievements that that you've had so far that you think have helped you on your journey? Because, you know, to I keep saying to people, no matter what it is you want to do, you need to stand out, right? So mm. you couldn't just go to British Gas call them and say, I want an apprentice, and they give it to you. You had to stand out in some way. So are there any kind of achievements that you think have helped you along the way? Um, I think the amount of effort I actually put into applying for the job more so actually got me the job I've got today because they told us there was over 100,000 applicants. and Wow. Yeah, so much of experience... <laughs> I had no experience whatsoever with tools, but I um, I looked into the company actually as a whole, which I don't think other people did as much, and I realised they're a lot more customer-based than um, folks about um, targets and all that to begin with. Because as an apprentice, you know, you know, you're not you're going there to learn. Yeah. They don't expect you to know it. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to be honest with them. I've got no experience, but these are my qualities. And yeah, I'm gonna do everything I can for the customer. And then while I'm doing everything for the customer, my my um, skill is gonna grow with the company. So wow, so you, I like that. So rather than like Different doing approach, the standard yeah. of, of oh, I've got the qualifications, so I have to get a job. It was like no, I'm gonna go and research this company, look into them. Yeah, and try and see a different angle I can take. Nice to, to try and get an advantage. Yeah, nice. And like I say, hundred thousand people apply. That's what he said. Revelation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate or not? But yeah, that's what he said. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. So, can you do you remember the exact moment it was when you decided, actually, I'm going to be an apprentice? Because obviously, your first job it wasn't an apprenticeship; it was like a normal job. Yeah, it was just a normal job. But I got to a point where I was like, I did a couple of office jobs just because I wanted money, really. And I decided, like, actually, no, this this really isn't for me. You know, just going to the same same desk every day, yeah, doing the same stuff with the same people. And I just thought there must be more to this and I started speaking to family and friends and um, my girlfriend's dad actually said to me like look why don't you get a, get a trade and I was like I kind of dismissed it at first and I was like oh, I wouldn't be able to do that you know, I'm not really I'm hands on but I've never held a tool in my life and all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah my granddad as well he was like you need to you need to get a trade that's the way forward especially like with the economy and all that so I thought, well, yeah, actually, it's a good point. I need to start looking into more and kind of just fell, fell into place. So it just made sense, kind of thing. Yeah, almost. Like, the time was just perfect, you know. So I was, I don't know, I was mentally right. I was a bit more, a bit more mature now yeah. than I was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I need to, need to get myself a proper career. And, yeah, just Fair fell play. into place, yeah. Fair play. I love it. Um, and what steps did you have to take? So from, like, deciding on apprenticeship, what was next for you? Was it obvious it had to be British Gas or did you look into a lot like what what happened? You've made a decision, I'm going to be an apprentice. Yeah, so um, I looked into all plumbing and all the bigger brands like uh, British Gas, Eon and all them kind of companies that deal with gas, electric um, and plumbing and all that and I thought, well, I know I need to do something within plumbing because that's like the most broad okay. um, trade to have. And then it just happened to be I was looking at who was the biggest company, and British Gas just kept seem to uh, seem to be topping everything. And I thought, well, let me just keep an eye on these, and we keep an eye on all like there was a certain six I was just keeping an eye on, so the best ones. And I yeah. thought, let me if I can get in with them, then even if it doesn't work out in the end, I can still I have a trade, I can go to any job I want. And you learned from the best. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. so happened. Yeah, I just got like the best best qualification, best company really for it. So, yeah, Fair play. so it was a case of I'm going to be an apprentice step one 
looking at which industry so you're saying plumbing's kind yeah, of yeah like, it's kind of i had a, a had a go i had had some sort of idea as long as you have some sort of idea you, you know it's all right going in just completely blind because i did to a point but at the same time i had small goals and small ideas of what i needed to look into and from mm. that it just just grew fair play and it was about it needs to be something that i can transfer and yeah, something that i will have forever yeah and will always be relevant yeah cause i'm quite quite pessimistic you never know what's going to happen <laughs> so um like i wanted to make sure like even if any company went bust i was still going to be okay because mm. i've seen so many cool uh, um, jobs even like call centers people get redundant yeah each year each day a few friends of mine that happened to recently and it's just, well, you think it's safe, and then out of nowhere they just come out of, yeah. a, of a meeting. So, yeah, you have to find a new job. And although they, they can just go to another course, and I wanted something more more with a bigger foundation, really, that like I can take into control myself, and if I needed to get self-employed, I could, yeah. and build my own business. Fair play, fair play. So, we're going to go on to <laughs> the rapid round real quick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, literally, just a bunch of random questions. Um, okay. I just answer them as honestly as you can. <laughs> okay. okay, I'll shut up. You look scared. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. So, we'll, we'll start real simple. What time do you wake up? Uh, 6. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Uh, what's one thing you do in the morning to guarantee a productive day? Um, listen to music. <laughs> so, you got like I, a playlist? Yeah, I have a playlist. Each time when I'm just having a shower and doing my teeth, I just listen to that. Gets me in the mood for the day. Give us, what, give us one song on a playlist. What's one of them? Oh. I'm waiting for you to say Justin Bieber one day. <laughs> what's, I tell you what, he's pulling out some bangers. Um, I know, Justin Bieber's like pulled it out the bag. Yeah, I'm more of, a, more of the older stuff. So, uh, Sean Paul. Okay. Yeah, get busy. Okay. So, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Times. So, your thing in the morning is music. Get that music yeah. pumping. Uh, if you could be any animal, which would you be and why? A liger. A what? A liger. A liger. <laughs> Yeah. Well, can you explain what a liger is? It's a crossbreed between a tiger and a lion. Okay, why? <laughs> they're rare, they're massive, they just look look awesome. Wow, and what, has that actually been, has this ever yeah, happened? It's, yeah, it's a genuine thing, you can look it up. No way. Yeah, they're like 10 foot long or something ridiculous like that. Alright, that's your job people, Maybe. Google yeah. a liger. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever had that answer. There you go. Um, what's your favourite dessert? Oh, oh. Uh, jelly and ice cream jelly and ice cream nice <laughs> yes. reminds me of my primary school days I know uh, uh, name one thing you couldn't go without uh, I was going to say my girlfriend but that's, uh, that's, that's uh, my phone uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's his girlfriend but trying to keep that street cred we're going to go with phone nice uh, so you're at a karaoke bar it's your time what's your go to song Uptown Girl Oh, classic. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not going to sing it. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> Uptown Girl. Do you know I think that's the first song I learned off by heart? Yeah, it's really easy. Yeah, it's get like, you I'm talking proper printed out lyrics. Oh, wow. Like, One so, of those guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Learning it. Thank you for that. But... So, yeah, I mean, this was supposed to be embarrassing for you, but that backfired. <laughs> uh, uh, tell us something most people don't know about you. <laughs> um... Other than you're a Westlife fan. Yeah, I like Justin Bieber a lot. Oh, yeah. you're a believer. Yeah, and I secretly have been for a long time. 
No, so he's secret now, but now he's everyone seems to like him. I can kind of it's acceptable. It's more acceptable now, yeah. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> Joe Platten is a believer. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, what is your most effective daily habit? Most effective. Um, I don't know. Just everything I do, I do 100. percent So probably that. It's just yeah, I don't know. You don't do things by half. It's no, it's all enough, really. Fair play. So, so yeah. every day turn up to this apprenticeship, you're you're putting in the work like yeah, you've already got. Yeah, like I'm the earliest. I'm this. I'm that. Yeah, I just I want to try the hardest. Then at least no one can say I'm not trying or whatever. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, what's your biggest distraction? Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend's the biggest distraction. Oh God. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Call of Duty. Oh, you're you're big. Probably the best Call of Duty player I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. To be fair. Too much waste of time there. <laughs> okay, so on to our time travel question. A time machine is created. It can only take you backwards and can't bring you back. But you keep all the knowledge you have now. You're taking back to your 18th birthday. So knowing what you know now, what are the first three things you would do? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So the first one, pretty sad, but I would actually um, apply for this earlier and try and look into it a bit earlier. Okay. Uh, the British gas job just because like I've got a few few mates there now and they started at this age 18 and they're like they're set up for life a lot quicker Okay. And I'm kind of envious of that second one is a uh, Facebook message Lexi <laughs> <laughs> a lot sooner so I had no idea who she was and she always seemed to be around the third <laughs> I like that meet your girlfriend even earlier the third oh I've got one Moving with you. Hey. Oh, you yeah, had the chance. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yes, for all the listeners, uh, Joe turned me down. That's right, you know. I got yeah. to week 18. I was like, Joe, let's, let's get our own place. It'll be awesome, you know. Move out, rent a place. Uh, yeah. He said no. He said I'm no. It's probably the biggest mistake I've ever done. <laughs> Especially now. It just can't happen now. And I'm, glad you, I'm glad you see it and you're feeling the pain. It's always, it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Good, this is beautiful. I'm glad. Really I'm glad. And yeah, I mean, we're both like, yeah, three years later, 21 years old, <laughs> living with our girlfriends and fiancés. So yeah. We're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not happening. I guess we could like always get a bat cave. That's yeah, true. That's, yeah. So I mean, yeah. we've got a bat cave to look forward to, but other than that, no, you, you messed it up. So Yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. No, but I'm glad you'd go back and change it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> want to get down to a bit of like the reason behind it. So why do you do what you do? Why an apprenticeship? Why British Gas? Um, what wakes you up in the morning and gets you going? It's always different. 100% it's always different. You, you can go one day and do X, Y, and Z, and then tomorrow is ABC. It's literally, everything's completely different every day, and it's much better than just doing a mundane job where you know what you're doing, you know what time you need to be there, you know what time this is going to happen. Mm. Um, yeah, I know it's a career for life. Um, good money. I can always expand. There's no limit to, to what I do effectively. I can okay. go out, create my own business, and it can expand. There's no limit to what, what, could, what I could do to it. Beautiful. And that keeps you motivated, keeps you excited. Yeah. Every job. day I'm learning. So it's like, okay, I've learned something new. So now I can apply that for tomorrow and the same day. And I know in five years I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have so much knowledge on what I do. Mm. I'll be able to use that for the future. Beautiful. 
uh, for audience members who are listening and um, want to get to where you are today, they're thinking, you know, like, oh, that sounds awesome. I'd love an apprentice. I'm a hands-on type of person. I don't like the typical academic exams. I don't like that. I want to be, you know, in the real world doing something yeah. to trade. What three things, what three habits, what three actions should they take now so um, that when the opportunity arises, they're ready? Definitely just go out and actually look for it yourself um, more so because no one's it's not just going to happen or it's not going to appear overnight you've got to got to just go out there with both your hands and just say look let's, let me just try this let me try that mm. if someone says oh do you know how to fix this or something stupid like even if it's just you can't get a picture on TV just you know just Going always keep active keep your mind working problem solve it's all stuff like that you just got to so it's kind of getting that mentality of solving problems. Yeah, don't just sit back and wait for someone else to do it. Just think like, oh, my mum will do it or my yeah. dad will do it or whoever. Go out and actually be the one to fix it yourself. Or even just just try and solve it. Even if you can't, at mm. least you, you can try and you can learn from it effectively. Perfect. Perfect. Mm. So yeah, so getting into that right mentality from now will help when it comes to the actual opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's all little things really. Like, it's, you can't really just pick three. It's literally your whole mentality. You just got like, You've just got to apply yourself and everything. Beautiful. And then it all collates until that opportunity yeah, arises. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. It. Awesome. Uh, and your final question, uh, taking you... Well, I'd say back to Outstanding Events, Dave, but no, <laughs> taking you taking you into a, into a speaker now, right? You're stood on the stage in front of 10,000 young people. Oh, no. I, know you can't think of, I know you can't think of anything more exciting that you'd rather do. It's my dream. <laughs> still on the stage in front of 10,000 young people, all staring at you. Um, but you're only allowed to give one piece of advice, and then men in suits come and drag you off stage. Uh, <laughs> what would it be? One piece of advice. Um... Apply yourself now so you can plan ahead your future. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then you get grabbed and dragged off the stage. Yeah, literally, I'm gone. Which That's, I feel like I'll you wouldn't mind. I'll, I'll, be <laughs> I'll be so happy. I'll be willing to them to take me. Awesome. Dude, thank you so much for coming to the show. <laughs> it's my pleasure. It has, it has been an honour to have you. Um, and for listeners who are like, listen, want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? <laughs> um, just Facebook me, Joe Platton. On Twitter. Or Twitter, Twitter, don't know my Twitter, I think it's just Joe Platton, all one word, Beautiful. and Instagram, Joe Platton. Keeping it simple, Literally, keeping it simple. Board, <laughs> so yeah, so if you've got any questions about the apprenticeship, about how he's finding it, about the opportunity, that kind of thing, feel free to get in contact. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens, you spent time with a true eagle, Mr. Joe Platton and myself, Kamal Hyman, continue to aim a little higher, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the Aim A Little Higher podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world listening to any show and you chose the Aim A Little Higher podcast. And for that, I appreciate you. Please be sure to go to www.aimalittlehigher.com and join the tribe and get your crash course in how to build your brand. If you'd like the opportunity to win an Aim A Little Higher shirt and get a whole podcast episode dedicated to your question, Get over to www.aimlittlehigher.com and click the Ask a Question box to ask us any question you have whatsoever. Or reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Type in Aim Little Higher or Kamal Hyman or Eliza.Doyle into Instagram. Ask us your question and like the other episodes you'll get a whole episode based on your question. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Peace.